We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. Everyone is here today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Amy's not here, so I can't make fun of his outfit, so I'm going to go to the make next best of, person. Tim, we, we what make, is that shirt? Yo, you. That's not <laughs> as nah, I, I, I got to defend it. That's not as bad as the other ones. What? Wait, what other ones? What, the tie-dyes? The tie-dye and some of the other it, ones with the chewed up collar. Bro, look at that I, that's collar. The tie-dye. Are you kidding? What's wrong with the collar? Oh, you, you, no, it's, that it's is dripping. a horrible well, collar. Well, I've been wearing this all day. What is that? Well, you've been pulling I've been on it, chewing though. on it. It looks like a monkey I've been like, hanging from it. I've been like wiping my sweat with the fr- with the front. You know yeah. what I mean? Bro, it looks like your collar is like a U collar, not a V-neck. Yeah, you got to chill with the collar. Yo, what's good? We're just roasting. Yo, what's good? Hi, everybody. Shit, the Jets lost last week. Yo. Damn. Good call. Good call, boss. Yeah, boss called that. Boss is saving all of our asses in these fucking picks. Like, I saw, I saw said beware of the Jaguars, and you guys were having none of that. Yo, honestly, the worst thing that could happen is boss getting really good at making picks. Bro, that's been a thing. I'm <laughs> that's been a thing, yeah. yeah I, I got bars. I, I, yo, I had put a $330 college football bet in that hit this weekend. Did you? Yeah, Washington minus four and a half. Yo, Ooh. quick story. We're at the bar, and well, nice little segue into we're watching Canelo Triple G also. I was but, pretty drunk, so I, but, I might not remember. But, uh, but I was watching but, that game. You you, you and Ralph went to the sports book. Our buddy Ralph, who we always make fun of for being a delusional cowboy fan. But anyway, uh, he's talking to his plus one, Tim. And she's like, she's talking to him, but his eye is laser focused on Ohio State going to backdoor <laughs> cover its way against TCU. So I'm just yelling from the bar. I was like, I've been there, bro. I've been there, bro. Just not paying attention to what anyone's telling you. You're just laser focused. It was great. That was and then boss had she a was, nice, nice sweat, too. Oh yeah. You know what's funny? That kind of happened to me on the way over here. My, I was watching the the highlights of some games just to like get back up on like the exact times and shit. And my girl, I mean, my fiance walks in and she's like, "Hey!" And she's like, starts like laying on me and shit and starting to get my attention. I'm uh-huh. like, just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, definitely stop. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I need to see this. Yeah. Um, but speaking of which, uh, Canelo 
ended up winning. You called it, Joe. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Was that bet back on the table? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what the final like pick was. Yeah, hold on. The craziest thing about that entire situation is going into round 12, a Vegas sports book had it minus 500 triple G live betting. And then lo and behold, Canelo wins. So what uh, is with Bob? I feel like we never get it right. Is it a sport that people are just that crazy of a decision though? But I feel like Like, yeah, I was okay with it going either way. My neighbor is a big boxing guy, and like he's been a boxing fan his like entire life. So I like kind of defer to him as far as scoring goes because I'm just watching two guys punch each other. I'm like, ooh, he's like, no, he blocked that. I was like, well, it sounded like someone got hit, (laughs) but he he's like, yo, Canelo just like stole that. Like, there's no, like, Triple G should have won it. He thinks that Canelo, like, robbed him. Um, so it was just interesting. And then what you're saying kind of matches up with that, where five, minus 500 is crazy. So yeah, basically the only way Canelo should win in that situation when you're minus 500 is by knockout or TKO. There's no yeah. other way if it goes to a decision. Even if he dominates that round, he could legit, Triple G could put his hands behind his back and just get wild on for the next three minutes it's not going to change anything yeah minus 500 is crazy you're talking about one of the best fighters maybe ever in his weight class at least in our generation in canelo one of the more accomplished fighters he shouldn't be minus 500 anyone no it was triple it was triple Triple g G that was was the favorite is what is what i'm saying right yeah yeah. Right. So I'm sorry. He was pl- so Canelo was the underdog plus 500. Excuse me. I, I don't know what Who his was plus was, but it, it was Canelo in that situation. This, he's talking about this is in in fight betting. in live betting. If you in between right. round 11 and 12 when they're getting iced down and whatever. If you wanted to go, tell me. If you wanted to go, oh yo, I don't know if you should know this. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. so, so, it's bad. Get yo, yo, <laughs> so straight up. It's, it's called live in-game betting okay. or in, in fight betting. Right. This is this is next level degenerating right now. <laughs> so basically, if you wanted to go and bet on Triple G in between that break, in between the 11th and 12th round, you would have to lay 500 bucks to win 100. Yeah, telling you ah, it's okay. impossible major, for Canelo to win that situation. Right. So before the fight starts, he was minus one fifty-five, I yeah. think. And then by the eleventh round, it was minus five hundred. It's like, oh, this dude's obviously winning. Yeah, he's dominating it's the crazy. fight. Is what they're telling him. And then lo and behold, I don't even know what Canelo's odds were, but the fact that he was minus five hundred was just crazy. Anyone who's listening to this podcast right now, do not live bet. <laughs> oh my god, yo! And I'm yo. I lost like two hundred bucks, two hundred bucks at a bar once, and I like wasn't even drinking. I was like, why am I keep? I live bet one time. Just to digress real quick, I was at the sports book and I I watched this guy at the window. His eyes are glued to the TV. <laughs> he's like, I want no runs, please, no runs. Like this inning, like next inning, no runs, no runs. And he's like looking at the game as the score. <laughs> he's like, and I also want to in game the Cubs like minus one and a half. <laughs> like the Cubs had people on. Next <laughs> level. Crazy. It was Next like, level. It's not like good. yeah, put that in, put that in. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I really don't think that like it was that crazy of a robbery. Like Canelo was aggressing the whole fight, and like I saw Triple G just. He was keeping the jab. He had the jab going big time. I know he out jab like his the punch total was ridiculous because of his jab. But Canelo landed a ton of power shots um, to the body and stuff, and I think the power strikes were in his favor. I will say strikes. after the fight, Canelo looked in better shape than Triple G. Like Triple G's face was a little beat up, right, right, a lot more beat up right. than what Canelo's was. And it was kind of surprising because I thought I remember I said last week I thought he'd have to win it early. Because I thought maybe he'd gassed out, but he was winning the early rounds, and he kind of faded a little bit, but he picked it up toward the end. And um, I don't know. Do we see around three? 
Definitely. Like, yeah, this wasn't definitive enough. Like why? A why wouldn't you? Decision. It was such a, a, a close. What did thing. they score? Two, one, one two zero one. Like one draw, one judge. Yeah, one draw, and then two for two Canelo. Canelo. One fifteen, one thirteen. So close. obviously it was close. But it was a dull fight, though. These guys were teeing off on each other. It was a fun. It's been a while since a fight. I, I think Tim, you said that last week when we were talking about this. How it's been a while since you've had a fight where it was so evenly matched up and it was this hyped and I, I think it lived up to the hype and for the people that paid whatever i think it was like 80 bucks to the pay-per-view i think you got your money's worth for that fight yeah, i think i think also canelo gets the decision here if you think this it's controversial because he's like 28 years old dude. yo that's what Triple i was gonna G bring is 36 up. yeah it's, it's a rap for that yo honestly canelo, that had also crossed my mind canelo's immediately. the biggest draw in boxing right now he probably is. aside for like the, right. the heavyweight and, and you yeah. can ride him out for how long so right. it's like Golovkin's going to hang him up. In the you next see, few years. this is the argument I've always made. Why boxing is struggling and why the UFC has risen to the top is because everything's under one promotion in the UFC. Granted, now they're going into like this whole super fight thing. They want super fights to sell pay-per-views. But for the most part, it's like, yo, you know who the middleweight champion is, who the strawweight champion is, who the heavyweight champion is in the UFC. Dude, there's like 19 different belts for like the one for heavyweights yeah you see fucking mayweather has like 30 people come out just to hold his belts i'm like what, the f- what is this and then he fights another guy who's a champion too you're like yo what are you a ch- the wbcxyz you have no yeah. idea what these belts are speaking of mayweather but it, it does sound cool when they say undisputed yeah, yeah. i mean you can't like that's it sounds cool i don't even know what that means anymore to be honest with you <laughs> it's always disputed undisputed besides those people that are disputing it yeah, yeah. And, and like boss said speaking of mayweather he uh, ran into Manny Pacquiao, and then he started telling yeah. somebody's phone that he was going to fight him this year. I don't know how He's like, incredible December, that is. December, me and him were fighting. Yeah, I don't know. How, he, I think he just like said that in the heat of the moment. I don't know. I don't, really th- I don't know. He might At do most, they'll get $10 out of me he if I go to a bar to watch this. He tweeted it? Yeah. He's like, another nine-figure payday coming my way December. Nah. Who said that? Mayweather. Interesting. I don't know. I, th- I don't think Mayweather has it anymore. Not the physical. That, I meant the draw. Nah, then he definitely nah, does. The def- nine-figure draw? Bro, he's, I don't think he's so. Floyd especially because... Of, no, but especially... Because what has changed? Because of the first Manny Pacquiao fight. Everyone's like, fuck this whole fight. I'm never watching Mayweather again. Yeah, but then they watched McGregor. Right. Well, because McGregor. Nah, because of Mayweather, too. But, no, but like a lot of people are rooting against McGregor. A lot of people are McGregor fanatics. So it's like, why wouldn't I watch like... Yeah, I don't like Mayweather, but I'm going to watch this dude beat this shit out of Conor McGregor. Like, yeah, I'll watch that. But like... After, when people watched, yo, do you forget, like, when people bought that pay-per-view for him and Manny Pacquiao, and it was just, like, I mean, he outclassed them the whole time, and it was, like, a, quote-unquote, boring fight, because there wasn't any, like, big shots or anything like that, so everyone was like, fuck this shit. Yo, all of Mayweather's fights are always boring. After the Mayweather fight, everyone always says, fuck this shit. Yes. And then the next Mayweather fight, everyone's at the bar. Yes. Absolutely. Everyone's ordering the pay-per-view. Absolutely. But you don't think this is like Tito Ortiz and fucking... Hell no. Why not? Bro, that is a terrible comparison. Why? <laughs> because Floyd Mayweather, bro, like, yo, because you say, like, people hate Mayweather, people hate Conor. They, people hate Mayweather. And, yo, what if Mayweather loses now? Like, that, he still has a zero in the L column. I mean, he's not. What do you mean? He's no, not going to lose? He's not going to lose. But he still has that he's, zero. Is he 50, like, is he 50 and 0 or is he 49 and 0? I think it's 49. I thought that May, uh, McGregor one was 50. Wow. Well, okay, that's know. the case. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, so. I think that was 50. Yeah. That, it's a nice Bro, even number, man. people want to see him lose. People want to see him just because he's money may. Like, yo, Floyd Miller walk, walks out with, what does he want? Lil he Wayne? He is 50. He's 50 and 0. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, my, he, he walks out with yeah. Lil Wayne. He walks yeah, out with anybody he wants. Like, my dad would, like, 
That's probably on the top of his wish list to just see a fight where Mayweather loses. Right. And there's so many people like that. Exactly. Right. And the sort of people will watch the fight because of that. All I'm saying is I don't think he has the same draw as he once had. All, that's all I'm saying. I, will he sell? Will he get paid a ton of money? Obviously. Are people still going to watch? Sure. But is he going to get like the numbers he's been getting? I don't think so. Especially because he retired. It's like, oh, you're coming back to fight fucking Pacquiao and Pacquiao. How fucking old is this guy? Isn't he like a senator or some shit? <laughs> he's a, he's a like political person. Yeah, in, in his home country. In the Philippines. So it's like, oh, I'm supposed to be excited for this fight that we already got late. And then it was boring and now I don't watch it again. So that's why I'm just, that's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm playing Devil's Advocate personally. I'm not watching that fight. I, no way. I said I'm wa- I'll, I'll watch it at a bar. But I'm not going to be at my crib and be like, yo, you guys want to come over? Let's drop 100 bucks on this shit because yeah, that's no how much they're going to charge. I'm not, not going to plan my night around it. Dude, if there's the beers good- around, fine. Remember the good old days where these combat pay-per-views were like $34.99? Whatever happened to that? Yo, in 1998? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember that, bro. Hell in the Cell with The Undertaker? Yeah. Those are the good old days. Those were the good old days. WWE Network, bro. $9.99 a month. I've been saying, I've been saying good old days a lot lately. Then, I feel mad old. Yeah, you're old as shit. I hope you're still having know. good days. Like, huh? I hope you still have good days. It's not yeah, it's like the good old days. It's the good old days. These are the good new days. <laughs> I, I it's a new day. I've been saying that a lot to my like students. What? Good old days? The good old days. Yeah, well, Dude, that's because the world is drastically different. That is a very old so thing to old, say right? to a young person. So old. But it's cool. I, I'm like, but you're young. Like, yeah. You can't be saying that. But like, a lot has changed. Things change rapidly. Uh, we're going down a rabbit hole here. Yeah, we are. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> things change, Bob. Speaking change. of changes. Speaking of changes, Josh Gordon hey! is changing teams. <laughs> The Patriots, in Patriot fashion, have taken on Josh Gordon, and he's probably going to score 25 touchdowns this year or something like that. All so right, all right, all right. Tom Brady's my quarterback. Not too upset. Mm. Mm-mm. Now he has someone to throw to. Yeah, I want to let it be known. I'm talking to the Brodo brothers and you, since you're a Brodo bro. Bro. <laughs> Talk to me, bro. You said... <laughs> You guys said I had the worst team in the studio league. My team. I didn't is, say that. The, Jason said that. My team. Both the twins were criticizing my team from the couch over there, and now my team is looking splashy. Do with, you have Josh? Do you have Josh with his Gordon? brand new toy? I. Do you know what I? I have Mike the, Evans, AJ Green, and Josh Gordon. Probably have the best wide receivers in that league. I know Nick. As soon as Josh Gordon was released, he tweeted. Well, he got Bill traded. Belichick. Yeah, but I mean, uh, as soon as uh, the announcement that he was going to get released on the caption of the picture, I was like, he right. probably got a semi. Right he probably now. got a semi right now. That's what Nick said right away. I thought it was going to be something like Cowboy, something like the Cowboys, because because usually the Patriots don't need a guy like that. But let's yo, if we go back to the Jacksonville game, right? Yo, the Patriots have the worst roster they've had in a long time, and I, thank the you. things the things that they do don't work when everyone sucks. Like for example, like Sony Michelle. I was trying to tell you this yeah, last week, and you're gave, like, "It doesn't matter who Brady's throwing." No, to. I mean, it, to an extent, it doesn't. But yo, they gave Sony Michelle, who was in his second drive ever in the history of his life, a third and one carry after after a touchdown by the Jags. That doesn't work when you don't, when you have Chris Hogan on the outside. But guess what? Now Josh Gordon's on the outside, and all of a sudden you can't double Gronk the same way you double Gronk. All of a sudden those Third and one runs by Sony Michelle are so much more wide open because people have to concentrate on Josh Gordon on the quick slant. And it opens up everything for the Patriots. The entire AFC dropped the ball on letting the Patriots get Josh Gordon. They should be ashamed of themselves. Hmm. They don't want to they don't want to win championships. They should be ashamed of themselves. And you know, if you're the Patriots, you haven't been able to draft a wide receiver that's good and under Belichick like ever. 
worst comes to worst, if it doesn't pan out, you're like, oh, just another wide receiver that I took a chance on. The dude's 27 years old. He's my age. He's clearly, he's talented. I mean, last week, uh, not last week, the, the week before in week one, he scored a touchdown too. He only played like 20% of the snaps. So it's like, there's something there. And this is typical Tom Brady, Bill Belichick fashion. They're going to get another cast off, another guy that has effed up. And look, we don't know the whole situation. It was something that I uh, I tweeted also about how, yo, I hope this guy gets help. Because like we've seen a lot of times like these celebrities and these famous people, they're, they're kind of like sending subs out and they're asking for help, but no one's helping them. And people just bash them and shit on social media. So now he's going to, to New England, who has had an asshole at wide receiver before come on in, Randy Moss. And I know that's one of like the goats, but they've, they've had these guys that are cancers to their team just come in and just be all pros and i, I don't think that's going to be any different look garrett yeah garrett Blum was in a ton of trouble when he went there Yo, 18 part, touchdowns part of that deal is a conditional fifth round pick to the that's browns horrible. where if, if he's not active for 10 games they don't even give up anything so best case scenario they get a no they get a later pick back they got like yeah a they probably get like a six back. round pick back my lord so it's basically swapping picks. right so oh my goodness so in that scenario what do you have to lose Best case scenario, you have a $700,000 Randy Moss on your team. Worst, All right. Wor- best case scenario. Worst case scenario, you're right back where you started with nothing to lose. Yeah. You drop from a fifth-round pick to a sixth-round pick. You know what's crazy? Like, I, with I, the Browns pick, no less. So with, it's probably like a glorified It's basically fifth a fifth-round pick. pick. I feel the Browns in a way, but they did it obviously wrong. They should have. They, I feel like they could have got more for Josh Gordon, or may, or maybe not. Honestly, like the, this guy's a clear project. You know what I mean? There's a lot going on there. I, but I, I feel them of like, yo, we did everything for you, and then when he showed up late, the the, nah, the final is, straw was he went to a promotion, a promotional event, and like hurt he, his hamstring there. Yeah. Oh, oh, not off. not at practice, not not anything to do with the Browns. It was off. I don't think that's the reason though. There's it's the second part where they said he showed up, not himself. What that means is, dude was high, and you're you're talking about a a guy who I mean, has you're admitted, speculating. right? But what do they mean by he wasn't himself? They, I didn't they even kick see the that. depressed dude out, and. Not for nothing. We don't. We are all on the outside of maybe he why. was drunk and not high because if so, he was high, it would be either like, way. That's substance, substance abuse, right? Yeah. Oh, so when so you're going, you're you're the Browns. You've given him all these chances, and he comes, and he, this is a guy who's had problems. He hasn't played a game sober ever. He said the Word. first time he got caught, he said he started doing drugs in middle school, right? So this is a man who has a deep addiction. Son right. led the league in yards, missed two games with Brian crazy. Hoyer, and was zooted. Can I, can I tell you that? Drunk high at the same time, drinking champagne on the airplane. Yo, this reminds me of... This he reminds did have Poffer drinking champagne on the airplane, too. <laughs> did he? He did, yeah. He said that. Yo, this, is, you know, this reminds me a lot of, of steroids. Because depending on the sport, it's so relative. Like, Matt Barnes recently came out and said he was high, legit, all the time, playing in NBA games. It, it explains a lot. J.R. Uh, Smith is, without a doubt... Zooted out of his head most most days, but Josh Gordon smokes some weed. He comes to practice and he's ostracized. And it kind of reminds me of steroids, like steroids in football, four game suspension. Steroids in baseball, you're not in the Hall of Fame. It's kind of that double standard. It's kind of the same thing. I don't know, man. Uh, it, it it'll be interesting to see. I think the Patriots. I'm not sure I agree with that. 
Well, because if someone he's being ostracized for smoking weed. No, nah, if well, if someone smokes because pot dude, in the like, NBA, nothing happens. Yeah, but this dude was suspended and like has a deep addiction, like you said. Like I don't think it's being ostracized. Like they've tried to help him for so long, and he seeked help. It's like what's you know what's the hey, yo don't the forget that breaks the camel's back. You yeah, know what I'm saying so it's like what if he showed up not himself? I didn't see that anywhere. But if that's the case, it's just that's like David saying that's dude. Like it's been three, how many, it's been like five years. years with them. And five, yo, they, four and, years, and they held on to him. Which yeah. they easily, after the first time he got busted, they could have been like, see ya. They stuck with him through thick and thin. Yeah. But it is very Browns-like that this was the show that broke the camel's back. Like, it's because Dorsey's in there now. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, new regime over there. So it's probably he's trying to clean up. Yeah, that's, I didn't think about that. Good point. Dude, I don't know. I, I don't think it's that crazy of a move for the Browns. Yo, think about this offense, though. Week five, right? I don't know who they play week five. Uh, start playing. I know the Jets play the Browns this week, so I'm but happy. We don't you're gonna have Gordon. You're gonna have Gronk. You're gonna have Hogan. You're gonna mm-hmm. get Edelman back. Michelle's probably gonna have a couple more uh, games under his belt. This is a guy that they took in the first round. Let's not forget. So there's clearly some talent there. Once again, and just like that, the Pats are back. Yeah. If so. if Josh Gordon can stay clean, if I'm the Patriots though, they're paying him 700 plus in in between seven and 800. I don't know the exact number thousand dollars for the remainder of the season take whatever money you're saving and honestly man get this guy a fucking babysitter like to the point where yo this is the this is reggie reggie's gonna be with you 24 (laughs) 7 and if you don't like that you could sit on our roster right Uh, that's a terrible name for someone you're trying to you know get help for smoking reggie well, Reggie's the bad stuff, so you don't want to need help from smoking Reggie. But <laughs> when so you look, this guy Reginald is gonna follow you around, and whether if you don't like it, then you could sit on an active roster and good luck making the team next year. But if you do like it, you have a chance to be part of a championship Patriots team and have the biggest redemption story of your life. Pick one, and that's what I'm doing from the Patriots. You don't think the Browns did that already? But the Patriots, the Browns can't say. Here's the form. We have the formula. The Patriots can. The Beijing is the Patriots can say we can make you into the biggest success story in the history of the NFL. I'm sure the Browns told them the same thing. Yeah, but now with, with New England, they can show Randy Moss. They'd be like, "Yo, this is what we did." Same right. scenario. But he has, but addiction is such a deeper problem than Randy Moss didn't have really any problems. He was just a head case. I mean, that's this true. Dude has like an addiction problem. I want, but imagine. Imagine like the third extra in an Entourage episode comes up to you and says, I could teach you how to act. And then Morgan Freeman comes up to you and says, I could teach you how to act. Who who are you going to believe? Because that's the difference between the Browns and the Patriots when it comes to playing football and winning championships. I mean, I will say that I think, you know, like Nick was saying before, like people with problems, they go to the Patriots and it seems that everyone there, no matter what, like kind of just believes in the system and like they know what it takes to win a football game. So they clearly have something great over there that they're able to get everyone on board. So we'll see if they're, if anyone's going to be able to correct them, it would be them. And I wouldn't be surprised though if like in a month this dude's cut. Like they're yeah. like, well, we're not yeah, dealing with too. this shit either. They you know picked what I mean? up Corey Coleman and cut him in like one day. They did cut him? I didn't For even know. Josh Gordon. Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel so bad for that dude. You just I mean, laughed at him. I think it's I know, show. <laughs> but that's funny, man. I mean, that guy had every chance to succeed. Let's be real. Like, Corey Coleman's a guy that I'm not genuinely feeling bad for, unless there's something underneath the surface that I haven't heard. But like, what's the difference? You said people go to the past and succeed. Like Corey. The Coleman. difference is he was there for three days. Exactly. So I could easily have a Josh Gordon right now. I mean, sure. 
But even though I, Josh Gordon has way more talent, than right? I think when you're just looking at the players, though, I will say when people get over addiction, a lot of the people that get over addiction say it's because they found something to believe in that was bigger than themselves. That's why a lot of people who kick addiction turn to religion. They want to be part of something bigger than themselves. Being part of the Patriots is something bigger than yourself. Being part of that championship, being part of that legacy, being part of the story that is the Patriots, being put in the Patriots Hall of Fame or or Patriots lore, excuse me, not like officially in the Hall of Fame, but in Patriots lore as the guy that came through and saved the season, and that's for fans that are going to love you forever. We've seen it for we've seen it. It it's worth something. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's uh, recap this week. Uh, week two is in the books here. Uh, started off on Thursday with uh, the Ravens losing to the Bengals, thirty-four to twenty-three. Got that one wrong. Yeah, mm. me too. <laughs> Nick, you had a stat that was pretty interesting about Andy Dalton earlier. Do you remember it about his numbers with the with the offense coordinator that took over halfway through? Uh, I'll pull it up right now. But I remember. I mean, not remember. It's very similar to what we talk about, Jim Bob Cooter. Right? right, Jim Bob Cooter with Matthew Stafford. Everyone always raves about how he's he's like a top five quarterback statistically ever since he came along. But with Andy Dalton with Bill Glazer, um, it's it's the same shit. Right, uh, has now played sixteen games, so a full season under Bill Glazer. What I call him, Glazer? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, his numbers are three thousand four hundred thirty-four passing yards, thirty-one touchdowns, nine interceptions. Let's not forget a lot of that has been without John Ross. Uh, Boyd was hurt. No Eifert. No Mixon. Mixon's going to be out the next couple of weeks. But now you get A.J. Green. Boyd had a monster game on Thursday. Uh, John Ross is a, is, is a burner. Eifert's healthy. The offensive line is, 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 well, Billy Price got hurt, too. He was in cast, so we don't know what his status is. But, yo, this Bengals team is legit offensively. And on defense, they're going to get perfect back soon, too. Um, he'll probably get suspended again because that's Vontez perfect. But uh, yeah, I, I like I like this Bengals team, and and the, the Ravens, yo, they they're without Jimmy Smith for two more games. I'm I've been monitoring the status of C.J. Mosley. There's no report yet, but that dude limped off the field where he. You guys saw that play where he hurtled over the guy. Mm-hmm. It was like a dead play, he and then over, yeah. it just looked like you remember Stephen Tulloch on the on the Lions. He got a sack on Rodgers. Then he came up, he did the discount double jumped, check, yeah. jumped up, bam, snap, there goes your ACL. He was out for the year. So it's like those little <laughs> little shit like that. It looked like an ACL, so I hope it's not, but it's something to monitor going forward. AJ Green at one point during this game had three catches and three touchdowns. From from my fantasy I was playing team. him in fantasy from, this from week. My fantasy it, team too. it was awesome. I ended up pulling <laughs> it out because, you know, winners find a way. <laughs> so that's what happens, but... For this for this Bengals squad, uh, Nick, you were high on them. You picked them to pick the pl- make the playoffs. Yeah, and, and, then, and then today I came even hotter. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you, you come hot. Yeah, I think I think they're gonna win the North. But I mean, I think all of us. I think Boss and I were relatively high, not as high as you. You had them high, but I had them at eight and eight. I think Boss, you had them not finishing last in the, in the division. Yeah, uh, the Ravens last. Yeah, yeah, the Ravens last in the division. I think what we said was all these things have to work out for the Bengals. Right, it has to be this. It, Andy Dalton has to be better. John Ross has to work out. Tyler Boyd has to contribute. AJ Green has to be at his best self. Joe Mixon needs to be an every down back. And so far, check all those boxes. I want to see what the Bengals do without Joe Mixon now for two weeks. He's going to need knee surgery, so they're going to have to they're going to have to rely on Gio Bernard and and the young backs that they have in the backfield be, behind him 
let's see how that. You saw how bad it was that whole second half. They let the Ravens right back in the game. Right. Without mixing, like, the offense kind of stalled out a bit. He's a game changer. I also do think that Jimmy Smith being out, like Nick mentioned, had a giant effect on this game. Because if you take away one of those touchdowns from A.J. Green, the whole game's different. So I do think that that had Jimmy Smith leaving is going to hurt the Ravens. Being suspended is going to hurt the Ravens when they play number ones like A.J. Green. I actually said something opposite. I said that. Sure, him being out did hurt him. It does hurt him. He's 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 a really good corner, but AJ Green just historically cooks the 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 Ravens regardless of who's out there. It's just one of those things where it's like, yo, we always I always mention about Deshaun Jackson. He's just like a Giants killer. Like anytime he plays the Giants, he's gonna light it up. It's the same thing. AJ Green, anytime he plays the Ravens, he has monster games. Joe Flacco threw the ball 55 times also. Well, they, they fell behind, so they had to, but that's not a recipe for success. No, yeah, he, looked good. he looked good, though. He, he threw a, a bad pick, but besides that, he oh, looked good. John Brown had that crazy touchdown catch. Yeah. Yeah, that was insane. Brown, Joe Flacco looks good this year. John Brown is fitting right in, too, in Baltimore. He's good. He's just got to stay healthy. Yeah. Waver, wave. Waver, wave. <laughs> it's a shame Alex Collins. Alex Collins was averaging four yards of carry, but he could only get the ball nine times in that game because they went down 14 nothing in the first fucking quarter. I think it was like 14 to 28, like early. Or it's 28 nothing. 28 nothing. Yeah. Start. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, next game we have Chiefs Steelers, Boss's squad, the Chiefs. Oh Patrick Mahomes. God. Everything I said last episode where I was like, I want to see more from Pat Mahomes. I don't want to just see some crazy. Miracle shit from Tyreek Hill. I want to see everyone getting involved. Checked every fucking box. Yeah, it's this as if he listened real. to the show. Because yeah, Watkins had 100 yards. Travis Kelsey had 100, had 100 yards. yards. Hunt got going, but didn't really have a Kareem Hunt game. Yeah, he had 75 yards, but I mean, like, that's a good game from, the, from yeah, uh, Did he? Did he? No, I don't he, think so. up, he ran the ball good late. He picked up a big first down that shoot a ton of clock for them. He I did catch he a touchdown. Yeah, he got the end zone. Yeah. I remember that seeing that. But. <laughs> Dude throws six touchdowns. What a dude. giant cock that guy has, huh? Yo, insane. Uh, down to his knees. Probably. First first rookie quarter. I mean, first first year quarter. Youngest quarterback to ever throw 10. No, I think, no, so, I think that's the highest ever. In first season, ever. In the season. Ever in, in life. 10 touchdowns in the first two games. Yeah. In the first two. Yeah. Damn, I thought it was one of those things like if only nah. if you're young. No, no, no. Damn. He was the only Most one. Most touchdowns in the first two games of the season. It's insane. Unbelievable. Travis Kelsey, 100 yards. Sammy yeah, they were moving the ball Tyreek Hill, 90 yards. And Dude. Travis Kelsey was doing whatever he wanted up the seam in the middle of the field. Yeah. This seems going to be a problem, man. If everyone gets going like this. Yeah, I thought that was crazy. They were dog two weeks in a row, even though they were on the road in two uh, tough environments. Five Not and a half, environments, no less. but two good teams. They'll San never Diego get five and a half uh, like that ever again. Pittsburgh. I, Easy money for me. I picked them both weeks. Told you. For this game, I, this was a this was a back and forth contest where I think that both of these teams have to be really happy with where their offenses are and really like frustrated at where their defenses are. There was no stops in this game, and one of the major stops that went down uh, when they couldn't convert like a third and one, the Steelers, I believe it was, and that was just a miscue on the Steelers' part. He couldn't get on, he couldn't get on the same page with Ryan Switzer. He went one way. Ryan Switzer went the other way. It was a big third down. And that was one of those big stops in the game. So I, f- I feel like that little plays like that was the difference between this game being a I, – I, it was a fireworks show, but being an even more ridiculous fireworks show and what give, gave Kansas City the edge. But this is also two weeks that Kansas City got railed on defense. 
And that's and that's gonna be a problem, and they have to do something about it if they want to hang around. But that offense is ridiculous. Well, that that's a, I think the way they combat that is by just putting up forty spots every week. Just yo, outscore us. Where did he? He came from Texas Tech, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The uh, the Big Twelve. It's a video game conference. Pat Mahomes, his whole career over there was yo. We're gonna put up 50, 55 points a game, but we're probably gonna give up sixty because our defense is bad. Now it's like yo. They still haven't gotten Eric Berry back. That's going to help. But we also need to see what he's going to look like coming off an Achilles. It, I, I just think that's going to be their thing. Like, yo, we're going to air it out. Our offense is going to be huge. Conley scored a touchdown, too. So, yeah, so yeah. I think seven different people caught a pass from him. He's spreading it around. He has an absolute cannon for an arm. Next mm-hmm. level, yo. Yeah, it's, level. It, it's crazy. So, uh, apparently, he throws like a 98-mile-per-hour fastball. Like, I mean, everything's an actual on a rope. Baseball. Pops. Must be fucking nice. So, it, I think that's going to be their thing. Like, yo, just outscore us. Outscore us. They have great special teams, too. The Anthony Thomas of Oregon fame, he had a nice return that set them up also. That was a wacky play, too. They were talking about that because Tyreek Hill was behind them. Yeah. And I guess everyone thought Tyreek Hill was going to catch the rock, and he catches it. Literally right on the sideline and just goes straight up the sideline. I'm surprised two teams don't do that more where you have two guys back that. there because when you're when you're a gunner on special teams, the one thing they say is you don't know the balls. You don't know. So find look at the man, man find the man. So when you have two guys like that, it's like, yo, who are you gonna go for? And obviously the Bears used to do that with Devin Hester. You put Devin Hester back and you'd have a guy just chilling on the sidelines, that guy would go to the ball, but everyone's going after Hester. Because obviously if the ball's kicked up in the air, you would think that the Bears want Hester to get it, but nah, sometimes you sacrifice and then bam, before you know it, the guy's like stumbling into the end zone. Hester used to make it even more obvious where he used to just go to the complete other side of the field and act like he was tracking the ball down and then the ball. But that's what I'm saying. The they're side. keying they're you're keying the guy because as a gunner, they tell you, yo, find the guy, then you'll find the ball. Right? Find guy, find ball was like a saying that I always used to hear uh special team coaches say. So I, I'm surprised and that's what the the Chiefs did there. And they set him up like what, inside the 15, 10? Yeah, it was like a forty yard, fifty yard return. Yeah. That that got housed. No, no, no. Was that the one that got housed? No, 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 I'm bugging. There was another play yesterday where they got called back for a face mask on the return guy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They like, stopped him at like the four or some shit. I forgot what game that was. Um, also, uh, James Conner, eight carries, 17 yards. Uh, he did his damage through the air, though. Yeah. He had a pretty good game. Yeah, and... Um, Juju yeah, he had five catches. Juju, Jesse James Juju 13 catches, 121 yards and a touchdown. Jesse James had 138 yards on five catches. Antonio Brown, nine catches, 67 yards. Also, I was hearing reports that he was kind of getting upset with like his role, I guess. He, or, like well, he, They were missing some passes or some yeah, shit. Yeah, he got overthrown three times. That would have been monster plays. He yeah. had 17 targets, so it's not like this guy yeah, wasn't in the but game But nothing plan. for the big play. No, well, that's the thing. Ben missed them. And then there was a tweet where a uh, Steelers employee mm-hmm. basically said, like, yo, you're only good because of Big Ben. Yeah, and then he was AB like, came out and was like, all right, trade me them. What's up? Yeah, it's like, trade me and then see what happens. I think there's a lot going on over there. I think Sounds that was like just it. purely, like... Reaction. No, that's not even like... He didn't literally mean trade me. He just meant, yo, put me on another no, spot I don't, and I'm going to perform. Don't, I don't think he says he was that. More, it was more of a testament to his own skill, like, yo, I'll perform anywhere. No, I, I understand that. But I also don't think that if things are... If you're, like, the happiest dude in the world, that... There's no need you to don't, respond to Exactly. That tweet, you don't... That especially say, trade me. Like, no matter what, even if you don't mean it like that and your teammates are not, like, you don't say that unless you're, like, upset or you're offended because you're, like... Yo, like, why the fuck would this guy say this now? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I don't know. 0-2. Oh it's L-Truth. Well, 0-1-1. Oh, oh, and 0-1-1, one. Oh, one one, yeah. yeah. Well, but it feels like 0-2. Oh, By the way, these ties, can't get behind Yo, this. Yo, trash. Ridiculous. 
Um, all right, cool. Next game we have uh, Dolphins Jets. Boss called it. Wasn't high on the Jets. Jets lose twenty to twelve. Um, Jets really kicked themselves in the foot in this one. They had a lot of opportunities to score. Uh, particularly, they were down twenty to six, and they got a turnover in on the thirteen yard line. And Terrell Pryor, who apologized after the game, kind of quit on the ball in the back of the end zone, and it ended up being a an interception, which Darnold put up put, would have put on him if if Pryor didn't give up on it. So that really like put like really Bob Wachusen said it on uh, ESPN like just completely took the air right out of the stadium. Yeah, because you get you get a turnover inside your red zone, and then the ensuing play you throw a pick. Right? Yeah. Which I also didn't like the play call though on first first and ten, like inside your red zone, maybe put it on the ground. I mean, nothing on the ground was working yesterday. That's true. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I was okay with it. It's just, I mean, Pryor said it. He was very apologetic post game. He's like, even if I didn't uh, get there, I was like, even if I didn't catch the ball, I could have definitely made it an incomplete pass. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and he knows that he's a former quarterback himself, so he knows probably how the quarterback Forget feels like. That. Yo, I'm going to get you the ball. Just fucking run your route. And it sucks because he had an okay game. Called four passes, I think over like 80 yards. He dropped a couple that were just like, like, but he got eight targets too. Him and Anunwa, who Anunwa, I I think you picked him up in our league, right? That might be a monster pickup, dude. 21 targets in two weeks. He's clearly his guy. He was the number one last year, too. Two years ago. Well, yeah, yeah, last year he broke his neck, right? Wasn't it a neck injury? Yeah, yeah, he broke his neck. Savage. That is savage. If I break my neck, I'm like, you know what? But maybe also, this isn't for me. Should go to accounting. <laughs> Shot themselves in the foot too right before half, going for a touchdown, oh which is all, instead God. of taking points. Oh, like, Herndon dude, just throw at the it goal away. line. Herndon, I mean, it was just dumb all around. Like, bro, throw it out of bounds. You got to get points there. You have, you know, you have no timeouts. You can't take a shot down the middle of the field unless you know it's to the end zone. Yeah, it was short of the end zone, so why make that throw? Also, one play that I do remember that sticks out in my mind: Anuma was wide open in the end zone, and Donald uh, just yeah, like yeah, missed yeah. him in the that back. That was a tough throw. Yeah, he was naked. But, but he was naked. Yeah, he was wide open. Yo, Dolphins? Huh? Dolphins look good. Kenyon Drake looks good. Kenyon Drake looks really good, yeah. Ryan Tannehill looks pretty good. He He's he's never going to be a superstar, but the dude can make the big throw when the big throw needs to be made. Yo, they played the Raiders this week, and I'm pretty sure on the preview show I had said, like, yo, there's always a team that's going to be 3-0 and or, like, Excuse me, like three and one after September, you'll be like, "Yo, how the hell is this team three and zero? How the hell is this team three and one?" And I think it might be the Dolphins. I, I I I like sorry, but I liked I liked their additions that they made. Like they brought in team guys, locker room guys, and they got rid of some of the guys that were head cases over there. We always talk about that, but also Tim, you had said it. Tannehill's career arc has has been up, so and you get him back. Word. I think though. I, at, at the end of the day, the Jets kind of lost that game more than the Dolphins won it because the Dolphins took an early lead and then weren't able to score after that and weren't able to put any points on the board. And the Jets were moving the ball pretty freely, just couldn't get it in, couldn't yeah. couldn't make the big play, couldn't make they couldn't squeeze the big catch, they couldn't make the big catch in the end zone, they couldn't hit the guy that was open in the back yeah. of the end zone. Got to credit that to the Dolphins too. They they clammed down once it got down to their side. Of the That's field. true. That's true. Yeah, I love that some- secondary. A lot of misunderstanding. I love that secondary. That, yo, good secondary, man. Yeah. You can see they're fast. They're all over the place. Yeah. There's no open receivers. And Minka Fitzpatrick trademarked Fitzmagic before Ryan uh, Fitzpatrick could do it. So now that's his, his No, he shit. didn't. Yeah, yeah. What up? Darren Revelle. Darren Revelle tweeted that out there. Nobody talks about Fitzmagic. Because guess what? As a Fitz Swagic. Oh, my God. It's his new name. I hope not. Coin that. Speaking of which, you can move on to that game. Bucks. Beat the Eagles 27-21. Seems Yo. like Ryan Fitzpatrick is like for serious this year. You want to hear some wild shit? Nick, you were talking about 
you, there's always that team that you don't think is going to be three and one. The Buccaneers had statistically the hardest first three games in the history of the NFL. Yeah. Wow. And they're two and zero right now. If you base it off who they had to play from last year, yeah, was... right. Best records in in ever. They're two and zero, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think he leads the league in yards. Yeah, I, we know this about Ryan Fitzpatrick. No, Ryan Fitzpatrick is a top twelve quarterback in this league when he has nothing to lose. <laughs> Seriously, nah, for real. When, when he's there's on a one year deal, like... when there's no expectations, and he can just go out there and sling that shit twenty five yards every single time. There's no one better. The minute that Ryan Fitzpatrick starts to feel expectations. And and when something ex- that's when he completely crumbles. So this Ryan Fitzpatrick is not a surprise. So I mean, what he's doing is absolutely surprising right. to that extent. But the fact that he's playing so well with nothing to lose is not a surprise to me. Yeah, he's done it. It's a good point. And also, I, this dude seems like a very likable guy because even at, at like, bro, in, the post game, the, the post game interview, like that is the most like recent thing that we've seen. But we've seen stuff like that from him all the time. Do you remember the time some old lineman like ran up on him when he was with the Jets? Yeah. And he did some like weird ass laugh, and you're like, what "The fuck was that?" Yeah, like, when he when he resigned with the Jets, Nick Mangold, uh, all there were the uh, Brandon Marshall because he had a career year with Fitzpatrick. Yeah, they're they all, were the first ones to greet him. They all took his stuff like, "Yo, we got our guy back." Yeah, so like he's he, like a big time like players guy. I think that goes into it as well. Like people like this people guy. People want to play for him. Like, yeah, they want to play for him. They want to perform, and like they're getting. They're, I mean, you see, we see Deshaun Jackson. No, like when was the last time we seen him? It's two years, two weeks in a row, go crazy like this. Yo, first play of the game, deep bomb to Deshaun. Seventy yards. As soon as I turned on red zone. Yeah. They didn't even. There wasn't even enough time. Like they didn't even have it on the on the screen. They were they were going into the beginning of the Packers uh, Vikings game. And they're like. By the way, before this game kicks off, touchdown, 75 yards to Sean Jackson. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck did you just say? This play busted up a 14 part. Dude, and, and why wouldn't you want to play for this guy? I mean, this four different people team. had a touchdown. And and Deshaun Jackson had 129 yards. O.J. Howard had 96. One of that big-ass yeah, fucking play he had. Uh, Mike Evans had 10 catches, 83 yards, and a touchdown. It's like, I'm loving this. Oh, like, yeah. everyone's getting their shit. Should have been the offense that they should have had last year. Same weapons. Word. But expectations. Also, though, they can't run the ball, it seems. Yeah, Ronald Jones didn't even dress. I was a second-round pick, third-round pick. Ronald Jones didn't dress, and the other two backs that dressed on top of him had like 34, 34 yards on 21 carries or something like that. That's exactly what they had. 35 yards. J- it was right. 35. Your right. man's prepared. Yo, Ky- 16, kinda. 16 <laughs> carries. <laughs> 16 carries, 22 yards. Put me back there. I'll, like, yeah. I'll get one. I'll yeah. get one. And I'll get one. I love Jaquiz Rogers. He won me a championship in fantasy two years ago. The man can't run anymore. Peyton Barber is a backup back in this league at best. God bless him. He was he he fought for his spot and he deserves it. But that's a bad running game in, in Tampa. And doesn't matter and though. They're still successful. Through yeah, two doesn't weeks. matter. Also, uh, the Eagles. Uh, I mean, they're one on one now. Zach Ertz had a game, I guess. I mean, they're getting Carson Wentz back next week officially, right? He's coming yes. back. Maybe, and maybe Jeff uh, Alshon. Alshon Jeffrey. Didn't Peters get hurt? Yes, Peters got hurt. Mike Wallace broke his leg. He's Mike out. Wallace done for the year, probably. Yeah. Jay Ajay got dinged Jay up. Jay Ajay got hurt, but he, but came, he came back, back in the game. Yeah. But uh, he, he still might be, like, carrying something around, though. That Yeah, that's a banged-up team right now. But they're they're starting to get healthy. And they they looked every bit banged up that, as they were. Um a little it, bit of a trap game for them. It w- it was a trap game, and it doesn't make sense that that shouldn't be a trap game for a team that won the Super Bowl because you had extra time to prepare for this game too. Don't forget that you did play Week One on Thursday. True. So 
it's a little alarming. Yo, maybe Tampa Bay is good. Who knows? I'm still not buying it, but me neither. If they win, if they're three and zero, watch out. They play the they play the Steelers on Monday Night Football in Tampa Bay. Yeah, I would not be surprised. You know, the Steelers defense, which I don't think we even touched on, they're horrific. Yeah, really bad. They're getting lit up, and I would. And if, I mean, if history repeats itself. Fitzpatrick might have six touchdowns like fucking Patrick Mahomes out here. They have a good front four. Steelers? Yeah. I will say they held up, though. They only gave up 21 points on five turnovers week one. Yes. So Outside of that, though, their I mean, secondary is hard, and their linebackers are slow. Yeah. Like, their linebackers can stop the run. I feel like they'll be good against the run, but they people can slang it all over them. But I, I this has Mets 11-1 written all over it, this Bucks 2-0 start. I'm not buying it. It's a charade. Yo, what does that mean? Mets eleven and one. The Mets started. Oh, they were eleven and one. And one. Oh, okay. And now, yeah. by the, the way, suck. by the way, the Mets are like fourteen games under five hundred, over five hundred the last two months. Still healthy, still healthy. It's the difference. It's the difference. It's the difference. They're next, healthy. Next game, bit of a depressing uh, a game. If you're from Cleveland, uh, the Browns lose eighteen to twenty one. Should have won this game. Blew it. Just blew it. Classic Browns Just style. blew it. Classic, classic Browns. Really bad. Two extra points or two field goals missed by Zane That dude Gonzalez. had a rough that game. Guy, man. You feel bad for him, but also, got to get this guy out of here. Yeah, I don't feel bad for him. Kicker love. I got to show love to the kickers, bro. No, you, don't, you don't get love when you're not performing and doing your nah, job. Nah, I, I know, but it, it's, it sucks. Yo, you got to remember, when you're a kicker, Practice is whack. Like you're far away from your team because all you're doing is hitting field goals. You're never it's your one job. No, I am this. I'm. I'm saying though, it is a lonely position. And then when that shit happens, like people only praise you when you do well. Granted, it's your one job. But yo, I felt bad for that dude. But you're a hero gets, when you do well. Yeah, of course. It's the it's the best position when it's going well for you. Like yo, Justin Tucker is like a god in Baltimore. But you miss a couple field goals, it's a wrap. Yeah. It's it's one of the more high pressure situations. A lot of ever. Uh, how uh, many PATs do you kick in practice when you're alone by yourself? Yo, different, different. I was talking to my kicking coach, and uh, he he kicked in like um, Buffalo University, and then he kicked out a bunch of like practice squads. Adam Tanowski, uh, he told me that when they moved the extra point back, it was a big mental hit to kickers because that used to be your one practice kick during a game. Right, you score a touchdown, you go out there, so you make the contact right through. Now, backing it up to a 33-yard field goal, which is what the PAT is now, now it's an actual field goal. Yeah. And it might not make the world a difference to you, but it is a big difference. Where now it's like, oh shit, this isn't just a 20-yard chip shot where I can see the ball go through and I know how much to put behind it. Now, that's why you've seen in the last like two, three years since they implemented this rule, you have all these kickers that are missing these point after attempts. Which also, by the way, you shouldn't miss a field goal under 40 yards. Like it's totally that was the one thing he would always tell me. He's like, yo, if you're a kicker, you miss under 40 yards, he's like, don't come to my camp. Over 50, I understand. Over 50, of course. Yeah. But he's like, under 40, it's unacceptable if you miss a field goal. Agreed. Uh the Vikings just let their kicker go. It was a bad kicking weekend. It, it was, was terrible. That was understatement. Jesus. I, yeah. I was watching college football. Yeah. yeah it was, <laughs> it was a bad bad. one for that too on Saturday. <laughs> so people fucking missing kicks. Uh Alvin Kamara. Guy's good. He had a, had a bad game, but a good game. You know what I mean? The Saints missed Mark Ingram. He yeah. adds a different dimension it's to that change roster. Of pace. That it's just a change have. of pace. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's a change but of pace. Kamar can only do so much, and he does everything. But he doesn't. He doesn't give you the time eating, pace controlling factor 
that Mark Ingram brings, I feel right. like. And that's what they're missing. They're missing pace of play, in my opinion. Like, all the weapons are there, and the defense played good, played well. Um, but at the same time, you got to control the pace of the game. They're not doing that. They let the Browns control the pace of that game. Yo, Mike Thomas, 27 catches in two games. Mike Thomas is absurd. He's on pace for like 228 catches this year. And that touchdown he had in the back of the end zone was... Just saying that's the He's guy. He's on pace for who? 228 catches. <laughs> Imagine. That'd be crazy. You're very excited. Hell yeah. He's on my Yo, team. How about, I was all over Mike Thomas. How about the man. Browns taking a shot on fourth down? I was like fourth and one. The bomb to Callaway was like a fourth down. Yeah, that was a dime. Man. Dime. Yeah. Bro, if you threw that up there, I'm like, yo, is the thing coming down? (laughs) Is it going to hit the ceiling? That was a good throw. And, of course, in classic Brown style, missed extra point right after. Bro. That is is unbelievable. (laughs) It's unbelievable. Like, yo, we can't even be happy for a little while. It's I feel like I just want. Bro, what do you you think they feel as a Browns player? Yeah, that got us. Yo, think about that, though, now, what he just said. How, like, you couldn't even celebrate. Yo, now with the point, the PAT being moved back. It can't even, like, if you're watching Red Zone, right? You're like, yo, I'm going to go grab a beer after this drive. All right, they scored a touchdown. You're not leaving nope. your TV yet. I need to see this. Sunday ticket, you're like, yo, hold on. Did he, is he going to make this field goal? It's not, it's not a gimme anymore. And it wasn't a gimme for the Browns. Yo, I have this reoccurring nightmare where I am fighting off, like, the world is ending, there's bombs exploding, and I'm fighting someone off. But all my punches have no power, and I can never get past, like, I, I, no matter how hard I fight, I can never win. That's the Browns. Yeah, they I am the Browns in my dream. That it was so dejecting. They lost in regulation too, like forty seconds left. I feel like the defense just had no urge to come out and play anymore. To Zane Gonzalez's defense, there's no defense. No, the defense is like you. They would have lost anyway. But nah, but that defense might come up. Charge. Nah, up. yeah, yeah. It's I feel boss on that. They would have lost anyway if they missed that extra point. But he's responsible for eight points off the board. Right. Field goals, what I'm saying is points. that extra That's point, if he hits him. that and they go up by one, they still kick the field goal to win. Yeah, but That's not, not really in defense of him, but I'm just saying. I don't know if that happens. I mean, if Zane hits the three, the, the, at the end, they win, no? No, it was an extra point that he With missed. With him up 19 yeah, what about the what about the 52-yarder that he missed? Uh, that that would have right. been to tie it. That would have been to tie the game. Yeah. My yeah. bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. But what you going to do? Um, you saw Will Lutz go over and be like, "Hey, buddy. yeah, he's like, hey it's man, it's all right, it's all good." I mean, it's not all right at all, but like, <laughs> goddamn, I feel, I feel for who him. the Browns play next. Anyone else? The Jets, bro. Thursday. That's right. <laughs> oh, and three for the Browns coming oh, up. They're favored mm. against us. They're at home. Uh, yeah. I wish I, I could take that as my upset special. What the Jets? Yeah, I'd hell th- yeah. They're not playing on a Sunday. I think the Browns win this game. <laughs> If the Jets are the team that the Browns oh, beat, I'll be so happy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna no, the Browns fucking, have been the Browns should be two and zero. God, bro. man, they should not be two and zero. They, they lost those games fair and square. Damn, they tied bo- one game. Boss got bars. I might have to lay that three points. Browns look oh, good, bro. No, yo, Browns defense looks serious. Listen, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, uh, yo, you yeah, have you the got juice your right now. Take you a take Browns that shit loss. back because I want your, I don't want your juice getting all over the fucking Jets. I don't know. You got the juice right now. I Use picked, it wisely. With great power comes great responsibility. I took the Dolphins against the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Jets. Uh, next game we have the Colts beating the Redskins twenty-one to nine. Not a whole lot here. Not I think uh, I think I overreacted with the Redskins when you tie two games together. They beat the Cardinals. Who you so. want to talk about an awful take that I had? <laughs> <laughs> you want to, 
God damn, that team is awful. I don't know. I'll save it for when we get to the Cardinals. But like the Redskins, they beat up on the Cardinals, and then they're laying six points at home against the Colts, who look at what the Colts did last week. They probably should have beat the Bengals if it wasn't for the fumble late in that game. Andrew Luck looks good. Uh, Naheem Himes, Himes, whatever his name is, he had a pretty good game. Uh, the Redskins, it's just like no AP came back to, to show us that he is a 33-year-old running back. Uh, they have no, despite bringing in Paul Richardson, there's no speed on the outside, which is weird. I think uh, Jameson Crowder had more yards than AP rushing. Yeah, he did. Just a weird game. Weird game overall. Yeah. yeah. Chris Thompson got a lot of work. He had 13 very, catches. It was a very Alex Smith-ish game in yeah. terms of like target, in terms of like distance per throw. There's no one on this offense that really terrifies you. Jordan Reed had a big fumble too late in the game where they could have tied it up. I think it was, was it 18-9? I'm pretty sure it was a one possession game and he fumbled late. Yeah, the Kinda guy like blew any chance they had of uh making a run at this one. I want to show love to this dude, uh Darius Leonard. Yes. He had 18 tackles. He's the one that forced that fumble on uh Jordan Reed also. This dude balled out. Dude, 18 tackles. That's that's like Luke Keekley numbers. Yeah, that's absurd. Darius he, and he had a sack. Yeah, he had a wild ass game. Yeah, that's absurd. Eight Marcus Hunt as well. Got a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Here's something that we don't say every single day. The Colts' defense won this game. <laughs> yeah, Malik <laughs> Hooker played well, too. The reason, yeah, their young players really played well, and they really stopped the the Redskins' plan. And they said, yo, Alex Smith beat us through the air. Beat us by targeting your wide receivers. We're going to shut down Chris Thompson. And although Chris Thompson got targeted a lot and got a lot of catches, he got shut down basically to, for what Chris Thompson usually does. We're going to shut down the running game. Adrian Peterson had less than 30 yards. And we're going to make you beat us with the, tight, with the wide receivers. And they couldn't do it. Shout out to the Colts who, look, they got, they got a couple young kids on that team now that have, have some potential here. That's a Clemson player that you just said. Remind me of his name again. I, I can't remember. Darius Leonard? Yeah, he went to Clemson? Clemson Tiger. That's that's no slouch. Hey, yo, I, I, Andrew Luck is. He didn't go to Clemson. I think he didn't go to Clemson. I went to South Carolina. Really? Yeah. I think he's. Uh, <laughs> I think he's back. Maybe Andrew Luck. Nah. What? South Carolina State actually. Yeah. So it's not even the South. They're but, not the Gamecocks. Excuse me, but he was a former Clemson Tiger. Mm. Uh, According to Pro Football Focus, okay, which I had to go back and read it just to make sure I wasn't bugging out. All right, transfer schools. It's lit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, cool. All right, next game we got Chargers, uh, thirty-one to twenty against the Bills. Next, yeah. The the one thing I'll say is that <laughs> this backfield that they have in uh, Los Angeles, I think you could treat it the way they're reminding me of how they used Kamara and Ingram last year when they got going. Like, both guys are really good. Uh, Eckler is getting a large amount of targets. Yeah? Started? No, I didn't start him. Oh, I was going to say. First of all, I, dra- of I drafted Eckler. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. Okay. <laughs> hit him with it. Joey yeah. just hit them, folks. Hit that. But, yeah, I, I think it's going to be one of those situations where both are going to be fantasy viable. I think both play a lot. They're they're on the field, not together, but both of them over 65% of the snaps, which is crazy for By a way, backfield. Melvin Gordon, someone who usually you take in the first round of a, of a fantasy draft because of the pure volume, was had less carries than Austin Eckler. 
had he had yeah. nine carries. Except he found the end zone three times. Right. Well, and I'm just saying. Also, I think that has that has something to do with game script. Maybe you're not handing the ball to Melvin Gordon when you're up 27 to nothing or whatever they're up. Oh, like, I mean, still. You're not handing that to you're not handing that to your guy that like the the season hinges on nine times. Yo, Melvin. Nine, nine total carries. Yeah. Yes, that's what happens. Yo, that's what happened to Alex Collins last week. Yeah. I guess so. Yo, Melvin Gordon got a bad rep that one year. Was it his rookie year or year two? Where rookie he had like three point seven yards per carry, rookie. but. It was his rookie year, but they also had ten offensive linemen on yeah. like IR and shit. So it's like, yo, he was in a bad situation there. He had no touchdowns. He had no touchdowns. That's, that's, that's what why, it was. That's why people were all over. Yeah, but everyone always brings up the yards per carry. But this guy, he could ball. I and like that. Next I year like he Mello. led the league in touchdowns. Yeah. Yo, the Bills are unwatchable. Yeah, They're very bad. Both sides of the ball. They're so bad <laughs> that this was the best thing I saw all weekend. Vontae Davis at halftime was like, "Dog, I'm out. I'm good. I'll just retire then." He retired from the game of football at halftime of this game. So how do you think that goes, though? Do you think that, <laughs> like, does the team fly him home? Like, how, how, what the hell was he that? He got $3.5 million roster bonus. He's flying himself home. First dude, class. Dude. First of all. Uh, Vontae Davis does have a weird history of just being weird. So if there's anyone that would do it, I think, you know, Vontae Davis makes sense. And look, he was inactive the first week, and when you're inactive on the Bills, and you think you're nice still, maybe you start thinking about hanging him up right then, and then you I mean, come he out. Said that though, and your team gets just is just getting annihilated. He said so that, he can't play to the level that he wants to play at. Right. So. Yeah, between that and being on the Bills. Either way, this is a bitch ass move. It's bro. a bitch ass move. Yes. Definitely, but uh, like, yo, honestly, I don't think th- I don't think it's understandable. Like, you wait till not after at the this professional game, level. level. Understandable that he might want to retire retire after the game. Yeah, not it's a understandable. To, to yeah, it's a bitch ass move because you can't half-time. convince me that it's about your body at halftime. You yeah, can't. bro, what's like the first thing your parents tell you growing up when you want to leave the field or wherever you're at? You're like, yo, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, no, you're staying here till the end, and then we'll figure something out. Yeah. yeah. In you fact, don't, my, don't, knowing my put- daddy, he just say, "Stop being a bitch." My dad would probably beat the Yo, shit out of me. I came home from high school trials. I was like, I don't want to go back. I was like, you're going fucking back. Like, there's it. <laughs> no, but, it was like the greatest thing I, she ever did for me. Nah, maybe not, but. <laughs> I think it had she to. She told me to go back and I wanted to play. That's the greatest thing she's done. It's not. Yeah, besides but, like, beating not me for 18 years, keeping me alive. Yeah, you no, know, it does. It teaches you a lot. But I think that you can't convince me that it's like your body or anything because if it was truly that. Then you say that to your coach and you stand on the sidelines and you wait until that's the what I'm saying. Starts. What's wrong with like pride? Like, yo, coach, I'm not having a good day. Like, sit me, like, or just like, but yo, you don't go into the locker room and not come out, not say anything to any of the players either, and then just retire. It's like, dude, well, you left us out to dry. It's fucked up. There's no excuse for that. There's that's no. bitch ass move. Nah, definitely bitch ass move. Also, if you're not, he's hurt, not that old either, right? He's played he's ten old. years in the league. It's, yeah, I don't think he's, he's a vet. Has he played ten years? He yeah, had some he was good with the years. Dolphins with the Colts. Yeah. He had some good years with the Colts. He 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 had a good year with the Dolphins when he got traded. Yeah, kind of like a resurgence. And then he got traded again. Do you remember in, in Hard Knocks when they told him he got traded? And he's like, uh, can I call my grandma? You guys don't remember that? No, no. They, they told Vontae Davis you're getting traded. He's like, uh, can I call my grandma? I got to call my grandma. Hmm. <laughs> no, what the fuck does that mean? Exactly. <laughs> it's probably close to his grandma. That's what I mean. That's bad, that was his first words. Yeah, maybe getting traded. Could I call my grandma? Yeah, she maybe raised him. Yeah, Uh, take away ten seconds. Anyway, uh, (laughs) the next game we have here: uh, the Vikings and the Packers tied. 
best game of the weekend. This is another kickoff, uh, another kicking uh, event here. This is great. I was watching with Josh. He's a Redskins fan. Oh, my God. Was he sorely missing Kirk Cousins (laughs) between watching the Redskins and watching Kirk Cousins take shots to an adequate, you know, wide receiver core of weapons. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the touchdown oh to Adam Thielen was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. More Adam, Th- credit more to Adam Thielen or credit more to Kirk Cousins. Credit to Jesus Christ. Nah, yo, <laughs> that yo. ball went through. I don't know what DB came was coming over the. He top. didn't even look at the ball, bro. He alligator armed it when he realized his his man they were in man and the safety like alligator armed it. Yo, well, that I, been how that ball up. went through, I'll never. It I still looks like a glitch. I credit to nobody. I blame the defense for that. If that happened in Madden, oh, I'd be livid. <laughs> I'd be. So, I would probably. Rage it's like it. when you press wide, intercept it, and they don't. It's react. Like yo, son. It's like one of those ones where you where you go to the replay and like, look, it went through his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, when it, when it actually happened, I'm because I said like three plays before that because I have Thielen on my fantasy team. I'm like, yo, if I get a Thielen touchdown on this drive, like, I'll be some good cushion. And then that play happened, and I was just like, I didn't even react, and I was like. He fucking caught that? Like, I don't even see the... Where's the ball? Like, there, I thought there was picked off or whatever, but that was crazy. Also, the route that Stefan Diggs ran on the two-point conversion oh my was God. nasty. Yeah. Oh, was, my God. Dude ran like a post... Not a post corner, but like a slant corner. Whatever the fuck Sluggo, bro. Sluggo. Yeah, it's insane. On the fucking... Master sluggo. Yo, that Slug was... out. <laughs> master level sluggo right there. That was a bro, nasty he caught a, thing. he caught a fade on, a, on the sprint. <laughs> like it wasn't a jump up and go get the fade. It was like, nah, we're going through this. Yo, Yo, go ahead, go ahead. If I am I crazy for thinking that the Vikings defense isn't as good out of Minnesota? I felt like a lot of people were open yesterday. It would make sense if they're not. But then again, I you think know, the Aaron Packers Rogers, are a really good team yeah, too. Their offenses. He was yeah, efficient. Definitely. Like I mean, thirty for forty-two. Is pretty Packers good. are very good. The ba- yeah. Packers are very, very good. Yeah, yo, their DBs made plays too. Yes, yes. Ha-ha. That's the biggest difference. Uh, Josh Bro, Jackson. What's his too. name? Josh Jackson blocked a punt for a touchdown. Yeah. Josh Jackson is a good player. Yeah. He's going like to be even better as he as he gets more and more into the into the year. He's going to be even yo, better. Yo, also, Mason Crosby. Won me my fantasy week this week. Big ass nigga. Missed <laughs> the game winner on the ice. I mean, he, he did get ice. Got ice. He hit the he hit the game winner. They iced him, and then he missed it. Yo, two fifty three yards. A respectable miss, though. Yeah, like over. Fi- I think it was fifty two, yeah. and he just missed it. I was Yo, like, all right. Can I get a little rant in real quick? Just like a ten second rant. Hey, go ahead. Skip Bayless, shut the fuck up with your tweets, bro. Shut up. <laughs> what do you tweet? You can't. You gotta tell. Yeah, us you got called a Mason crossbar. He didn't even hit the crossbar. This guy's one of the best kickers in the league called Mason Crosby. Well, he's just he goes, mad because he goes, he's a Cowboy fan and Crosby hit that field goal in the playoffs. He said that. Ago. He's like, oh, yeah, he hits the f- uh, playoff field goal two years ago, but he can't hit this one. Oh, yeah, it's indoors. That's why. It's, it's different. two years later, week two. Shut your fucking face, guy. Yo, I... Jesus Christ. Okay, guy. Easy. I, I Yo, Skip Bayless' Twitter... I have him blocked. And he, I mean, he don't follow me, but I just have him blocked. He <laughs> once said that RG3 should have played safety... Yo, you should see how I troll yeah, Skip he, Bayless. He said that he would he's RG three should play safety in like a Hail Mary situation. So everything he says, I respond to him with, but you said RG three should play safety though. <laughs> Every single time he tweets okay. something. Yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is I feel like Tim gets some of his like takes. <laughs> yeah. Not takes, but like Yo, swag. Not swag. You do have Skip Yo, please don't call me Skip Bayless. Yo, you you are like I didn't call you Skip Bayless. He kind of is a Skip Bayless. You have some of his mojo, though. No, here's the thing. I say hot takes because I truly believe them. He says them just to say them. To go go viral. To go viral. Yeah, I actually truly believe what I say. Fair enough. Yo, I think uh, he has a torn ACL, Aaron Rodgers. 
I don't think he's playing so. on a torn ACL. Really? Yeah. I think that knee brace is way too big for a sprained knee. That's a big ass knee brace. As he someone, was moving pretty fine and willing to run. Yeah. And he was running, yeah. He was. And he got sacked a couple times, but th- there yeah. hasn't been a report. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's like, yo, I'm not missing another year back to back. Wait, and what do you mean? There hasn't been a report. There hasn't been a report. Yeah, well, no exactly one knows wrong. What it is? Sprained knee. That was the report. Yeah, that's it's pretty vague. Knee, it's like it's like a hockey How's injury. How's that vague? That's a sprain. No, hockey would be lower body injury. I'm saying, yeah, but there's mad shit on your lower body or upper body. Yeah. So they said sprained knee. It could be an MCL. It could be an ACL. PC. You don't know. Yeah. I think he has a torn ACL. I mean, a sprain is technically a tiny little tear. Yeah, on, on on ligaments. Right. So so I I wouldn't be surprised if like. Come January when their season ends, it's like Rogers is going in for ACL surgery. I'm telling you, yo, it looks it looks weird, and he's mobile and shit. But I don't know. Yeah, so he ain't my, making no hard cuts, that's for sure. Dude, so, he got Dex picking up a first down in that he game. He did. He did. He, but he, he was diving. He went ahead first. He also Shh. limped his way to a first down in the sidelines. Philip Rivers 2.0. Just so everyone knows, I currently have a torn ACL. Like most of it's a high grade tear, and I could run. You could run forward. It's just laterally, like you can't make cuts really, unless you like really rehab it. But obviously, if this dude just got hurt not like two weeks ago, it's, it's whatever. But so it's possible that his ACL could be torn. It's not that far fetched because it. Ha- I feel like it has been very vague. Usually, it's like right away you find out what the hell's wrong with these dudes. Like next day. Yeah, but why would they come out and say he has a torn ACL? But they won't. That's the that, point. That's, that's what that's I'm why, saying. That's why yeah. I'm saying with Nick. It's this like, is all just me making assumptions, but yeah. I just think that it's it's probably something really serious. Especially Look, someone who's like Aaron Rodgers. It's like, yo, you're going to hear about it, and we're going to find out right away. Everyone's going to be talking about it on ESPN or whatever. But there, it wasn't that. It, there was a delay, and then it was sprained knee. It's like, all right. Like, what? Sprain is tear. And there's three different so possibilities of what you can tear. So technically they're not lying if right. it's an ACL tear. Right. There's three possibilities of the ligaments in your knee, right? AC, MCL, ACL, and the other PCL. 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 <laughs> and, and blank CL. Right? One of the three have has a little tear in it. I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, who knows? We'll see. I mean, yeah, who knows? Could be. <sighs> Jimmy Graham got going, 95 yards. Devontae Adams, eight catches, 64 yards, and beautiful, a touchdown. Beautiful thing, Devontae. <laughs> Beautiful they had that nice connection to set up the 53-yard field goal. I had Devontae Adams Quick out route. I was like, yo, how do you not? In that game. I had Devontae and Stephon Diggs nice. on my fantasy team. I had Devontae and Aaron Rodgers. Well, I loved watching every Mason second. Mason Crosby outscored both of them. <laughs> um, nah, Stephon Diggs like 30 points. Nah, nah I meant Adams and uh, uh, Rodgers. Uh, next game we have uh, the Panthers uh, lost to the Falcons 31-24. to uh, Cam seems to be still running the ball. He has a giant dick. McCaffrey had 14 catches. That's, that's insane. That's, that's their way of running the ball. It is. 14 catches, 102 yards. Cam ran the ball five times, 42 yards. They're leading, uh, they're leading scorer for the second straight game. They're leading rusher, excuse me, for the second straight you game. You had to see that coming, though, with McCaffrey, especially with Neal and Deion Jones out. Atlanta is already bad against uh, guarding uh, running backs out the backfield, and now you lose two of your better players that do that. You had to see that coming Yeah. With, with McCaffrey, especially with Olsen out, too. His targets go up whenever Olsen's out of the lineup in the small sample size we have. I mean, not even small. Olsen missed like eight, ten games last year. So, And he's going to be – he's out for like up, up until November, they've said. So, yeah, McCaffrey did have a good game. Yo, that, that hit that Cam took was nuts. Yeah, that There's was so no room in the up. game for that. Yeah. That was a dirty-ass hit. He, was, he slid, clearly slid, and got hit helmet-to-helmet helmet on the chin. That was that a big was, ass Yeah, hit. that was that was crazy. And also, 
both rookie wide receivers in this game got going. DJ Moore scored a touchdown and Calvin, Calvin Ridley. Ridley. So it was nice to see these guys that were first-round picks produce for their teams. DJ Moore had that big stiff arm on their way to his touchdown. That was a sick stiff arm. Uh, yeah. Matt Ryan bounced back. He had a good game. Finally threw two touchdowns to him in a game. Did I get you going? No, it was three. No, it was three, and he didn't, and he didn't throw three. No, yeah, he, he threw, threw two. two. Right, he but threw the two, number is three. Two, he never no, threw two touchdowns last three. year. Oh, so three touchdowns. He didn't, he he didn't do it. Still that. didn't do it. I, someone tried to troll me and be like, what do you think about Matt Ryan he did, now? He did have a rushing touch. He did have combined. He did two rushing touchdowns. So he had four touchdowns. Right, but two in the air. Don't matter, which still, which still keeps my streak alive. <laughs> never good enough. It's never good enough. Listen, yeah, I'm, I'm not. Sorry, so when you account for four touchdowns, you had a phenomenal day. Honestly, though, Matt Ryan, he had a, he had a good game. But he had a really good game. when he tried to go over the top, man, that shit was. There's no way around it. Five incompletions. All right, but those were intermediate. Every time he went over the top, that shit floated. He threw one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen in my life on a on a deep ball to Julio Jones. That was nowhere near. Right, right. That was bad. Yeah, that was, that was a top fly. That, he threw another one over Jones's head by like he rainbowed it and it went over his head when he was open for a streak just in the end zone. Those are ducks. I'm just saying, I like I like Matt. Like everyone thinks I hate Matt Ryan. Not I don't hate him. Ryan. I just don't think I just think he's overrated. He's capable of games like this, obviously. Um. All right. Cool. Uh. The next game we got uh Titans beating the Texans twenty to seventeen. Talk about bad calls. What? Your Super Bowl pick here is not looking good right now. It's not looking good, no. Struggling. Even You know what's crazy, too? With this stat line, if I told you Deshaun Watson's going to throw for 300 yards, two touchdowns, Will Fuller's going to have over 100 yards, DeAndre Hopkins going to have over 100 yards, they're both going to have touchdowns, it's like, and they still lost. The reason why I'm very upset with this game is the Conklin and um, Lawan route for the Titans. Jadavion Clowney didn't play for um, Houston, but still, you should be able with merciless and jj watt. watt and Mariota couldn't grip a football pregame like blaine gabbert was getting reps and shit too blaine gabbert played the whole game yeah, he, played the whole oh, he played the whole game yeah, yeah. exactly without Mariota, you lose that game is it's definitely uh yeah i think below brian might be the reason i don't know man. i don't it's, know it's, it's, deshaun watson for what his numbers say they he does not look that good he makes a play he makes plays but there's there's also the factor of when you have a guy who holds on to the ball for too long behind a bad offensive line, bad things tend to happen. Word. And yeah. also, let's not forget that J.J. Watt, last time we said J.J. Watt sacked someone was in 2016. And he's sackless, and he's been a non-factor for the first two games. It is. It might be time to consider maybe J.J. Watt is not the same person he has been All after right. two. Calm down, because he's probably going to look six sacks against the Giants. <laughs> oh, yeah. they play. This is a perfect bounce by Spot. Yeah, yeah. I could get Give three, it one more week. I could get three sacks against the Giants. So yeah, where yeah. they're gonna <laughs> where they're gonna light it up for like fifty points, and the defense is gonna be outrageous. Uh, <laughs> it's clear though that Watson's guy is Will Fuller. Yeah, in five starts with Watson at quarterback, twenty-one catches, three hundred ninety-two yards. I'm ready for this. Eight touchdowns. God, what the? Yeah, I remember last year he fuck. he had like a touchdown every game, and Insane. they did look better. At the end of the fourth quarter against New England, and then in this game, I think offensively, as far as like stretching downfield, and it's because Fuller, Fuller's in the lineup, so he is right, was first a huge season. part of their. But success. how about Deshaun Watson not knowing how much time was on the clock? That was dumb. Yeah, yeah it's not like good. dude, throw the ball away and run another play. You don't have to do it all on that play, and then he throws into the middle of the field. No yeah, less. that was the worst part of it. It's like, all right, throw the ball away or fucking something. Live to see another play. Like if if that play is not open, they were one of us two people. Yo, throw it away. Fine. Run another, you know, draw something else up. Or run out of bounds or something. Yeah, he's 
I don't know, man. So, something screams like Vince Young to me, where he just comes out on fire and then kind of the league figures him out. I hope he's not because I like him better than Vince Young. I think he's more skilled than Vince Young. But I, I'm hoping not. In this game also, I I know I was high on the Titans, and then after watching them in the week one, I was down on the Titans. But that Titans secondary is legit. They they played well. They covered up D-Hop. Now, Will Fuller had his. But when you have a guy like Deshaun Watson and Will Fuller, someone's going to get theirs. Um, their defense played great. They're, they got pressure. Again, a bad offensive line, so everyone's going to get pressure. But uh, shout out to the, t- the Titans for D-Hop. D-Hop. He had six for one ten and a touchdown. Sure, they covered him up. I I wouldn't I wouldn't say covered him up, but did they do? How many points did they score? They scored seventeen points. They kept him out of the end zone. They kept nah, him. They scored. kept him. They brought him that broken play. Right. Yeah, he just right. Okay. In the middle. When I say when I say keep him out of the end zone, which I, I wouldn't necessarily like blame that on the defense. No, nah, I mean, that was like ten seconds. That was, yeah, it uh, was right. mad long. So when you when you hold a, an offense like that where they could to ten to uh, I'm sorry seventeen points. That's a good job by the defense. And that's a good job by the secondary to, to hold DeAndre Hopkins. Now, listen, he did his damage, but he didn't overly do the damage. Yo, we're also forgetting like that fake punt set the whole tone. For yeah, the game. it did, yeah. Oh, word. I forgot about that. Yep. That's a Kevin Byer we got TD. nothing to lose TD. play right there. Mike Vrabel. Lefty. Tebow. Like, <laughs> I miss that know, guy Nobody so on the gunner. He's like, let me just get this out of here as soon as possible. Yeah, that's a good Tebow's call. hitting dingers. I can't wait till that guy's in the MLB. And he's I dating I can't like wait. Miss Universe. I, I love it. He's living a good life. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's move forward here. Uh, Rams beat the shit out of the Cardinals, thirty-four to zero. Fucking Todd Gurley's nice. Three touchdowns. I mean, not that good of a game. <laughs> Nineteen carries, forty he yards. Le- he left on a cramp. Yeah, he was done. Psych. He's like, I gotta go take a shit. Yeah. <laughs> you guys handle the rest of this game, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's basically what it was. <laughs> I really, I'm excited to see them this week because you beat the Raiders and you beat the Cardinals. I'm not getting mm-hmm. too excited. Right. This week, they play the Chargers. An LA bar fight. Tim. Hey. So, we're gonna definitely see what this team is made of. But, yo, look, going back to what they did this offseason, this was a team that overachieved last year and all they did was just add star, star, star. And, it's playing it's playing into how they're performing now. So I'm not really getting too excited about the Rams, but right now they're the Vegas favorite to win the Super Bowl. It's the first time in like two years that the Patriots aren't the Vegas favorite, so that's telling you something too. They're easily the most talented team. I agree. In football. Top to bottom, yeah, yeah. I'd say so. And just looking at the Cardinals, you said they were gonna make the playoffs. I'm just watching them play like they can't get first down. Not even that. Playoffs. There's there's Chan Jones and there's Patrick Peterson on defense and there's nothing else there. Yeah. There's David Johnson and there's Larry Fitzgerald on offense and there's nothing else there. Larry Fitzgerald got hurt too. And he got hurt. Yeah, I thought when Larry Fitzgerald got hurt, I thought he was like getting a hand job on the sideline. They had towels up. He like had his pants down. I'm like, yo, what is going on? <laughs> Maybe he was. Nah, he was like getting an ankle. It was some get weird shit. Off. Yeah, that would that, that would was, cure it was, my it was Very, it was very precarious. It's not like a good tug. You guys want to hear sure. that? <laughs> I was like, yo, get this guy. Like, whatever, you're, whatever you're about to say, I really don't want to hear it. Yeah, me neither. We just talked about hand jobs. You guys, you nah, guys nah. want to hear something? No, nah, no, nah, it's not about <laughs> hand jobs. You guys want to hear a stat that really sums up this game? Hmm. The Cardinals only took one snap in Rams territory, and it was the second to last play of the game. Is that? Wow. <laughs> yo, terrible. I don't know how Sam Bradford keeps getting jobs. Yo, yeah, 90 yards. Horrible. 90. That was the worst quarterbacked game I've ever seen. 90 yards. Horrendous. Dude had no intention of throwing the ball anywhere past five it's yards. It's funny, too, because uh, Ndamukong Sue was on the Rams, and he said... uh 
He's like, yo, every time I play Sam Bradford, I want to kill him because he went number one overall that year and Sue went two. <laughs> sure, I think Sue has definitely had a better Bitch career. better have my money. Uh, next game, 49ers beating the Lions 30-27. to 27. Mm. Uh, Shout out Matt Burita. Guy went off. Uh, 11 carries, 138 oh, yards. One. Also on my squad. Yeah, uh, Lions have a lot of issues. Um, yeah, what is with that? I did not expect this. I, yeah, I think it's Patricia, dude. I don't think he's a good coach. It could be. Yo, their last three games, they've given up 120 points. Last three games that he's been a part of a staff, the Super Bowl, and then these first two games. And he's a defensive genius, but he also was under the umbrella of Bill Belichick, who is the def- defensive genius. So I don't know, man. This guy is – I didn't like it when he got – uh, anointed the head coach for the Lions. That was one of the reasons why I strongly disagreed with him. I thought he was the, the reason for that. They still have no ground game. They have, yo, Kenny Galladay is a real deal. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Him, Jones, and Tate, that's a very nice one, two, three punch. But then after that, like, they get nothing from the tight end, no ground game. Stafford's just going to be, if he's on your fantasy team, you'll be loving it. But besides that, I just can't see this team move the ball any other way. Yeah, the and the offensive line, uh, they picked it up towards the end of the game, but not playing well. Um, which is one of the main reasons why I was high on the lines, but that's not working out. And now um, they got now they got New England coming in too. You mentioned Patricia, and how he's part of the Belichick tree. They put a stat up on Fox. The Belichick were, tree. The Belichick tree and like how unsuccessful they've been as, as head coaches. Yeah, they're under five hundred by like thirty games, and they have one playoff win. Just goes to show that it's him. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's him, and yeah. it, it yeah. also goes to show you that like unlike Bill Parcells, who was very gracious and showing everyone. Bill Belichick is known for like I'm not gonna tell anyone any of my secrets, no one. Yeah, and that, I bet you that's the reason why Josh McDaniel stayed. He went back. Yeah, he didn't stay. Yeah, he Word, took he a head coaching job. Oh my god, with the Lions, no? No, I'm saying he went uh, and coached the, Colts. the Broncos. Oh, the Colts. But he also went and coached the Broncos from there. Yeah, but he he went to he went to get a head coach at USC at USC right? No, no I'm t- I'm thinking about uh, Kiffin. Yeah. Yeah, he went to coach the Broncos. Way back, right. Yeah, took a year off, fired. came back. But then he accepted yeah. the coach job and was like, wait, nah. Nah. <laughs> and it's, I'm telling you, it's because that's exactly what happened with Parcells and Belichick. You guys ever seen the two Bills? Yeah. yeah. It's exactly what happened, where Belichick was being groomed to be Parcells' next guy, and then Parcells, he got an offer, and Parcells hid the offer from him, and he got mad at Parcells, so he dipped. He didn't want McDaniels. He wants McDaniels to be his version of himself to Parcells. In my opinion, that's what I think is happening. Yeah. So I think McDaniel's is the only one that knows anything about Belichick's inner workings. The rest of them, they're just trying to be Belichick and, and failing. Yeah, I mean the Lions aren't looking good. I, I didn't mean, expect Bill this O'Brien's a good coach. Though. I like I like Bill O'Brien. He hasn't he, he's never had a quarterback. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, next game we have here is the Raiders and Broncos. The Broncos win twenty to nineteen. Uh, Stole that game from them. Signature yeah. win. Highway robbery. Philip Lindsay bursted onto the scene in the Good first runner, three weeks, man. man. Good runner. Yeah, out, he got more. He got uh, six more carries than Royce Freeman. Kind of. I don't know. He might be stealing his job from him. And then, who the hell knows? I mean, Devontae Booker's only got three carries that game, but. Case Keenum, I think Case Keenum, this is like a typical Broncos thing where I think Case Keenum just doesn't need to lose them games. And they, I guess they can rely on Philip Lindsay back here. I mean, he seems to be doing good. I mean, the first week he had 15 carries. Now he's got 14. It seems like he could do it on the ground. And, they, and Emmanuel Sanders is like not coming into his own, but he's like a really good wide receiver out there. So. I can't remember who told me. I think it might have been Nick, where it was Emmanuel Sanders 
was at practice and usually he's like a fun loving goofy guy but he's 30 he's about to be 30 and this is his contract year and they said he was all business from day one in camp this year shows and he was trying to be the best he could be and that man's lighting it up he's open he's running routes crisp and he looks he looks like he was like his Steeler days he looks young he looks fast he looks crisp you guys he's are gonna be a problem you guys are gonna laugh but he gave up junk food he's a big Cheetos guy Joe Apparently, like Cheetos is like post game, pre game, <laughs> halftime. Like, so he gave up on junk food. This is the craziest thing. You're gonna. This is something we need to monitor going forward, boss, because now we can make wagers legally. Uh, Broncos at home. Yeah, I saw that. In their first two weeks of the season, Joe, get that cock ready. Last <laughs> thirty years, straight up thirty two and three. Wow. The first two weeks, they don't lose at home. They're twenty two ten and three against the spread and. Somebody said that the logic behind it is that you're coming off the preseason where you're not really in game shape. You're playing those first two weeks in Denver, mm-hmm. the high altitude. Denver has been practicing in it. Can, why don't it you guys there. chime in? How was it hard to breathe? Was it like? I mean, we didn't really exert ourselves to that yeah. that much. But, but I, you I mean, guys went on a no. hike, though. Like, wasn't that? I mean, like, you know, it's scientific. Yeah, we went on a hike, and I think at the points where you're you have to like work because I mean, you're just walking, but at the points that you have to like work and like, you could definitely feel like it's harder to breathe. And I mean, dude, even Ryan Clark, like they wouldn't let him play during yeah, his career. Yeah, he never so, played. Yeah. Well, he had the, the sickle cell. Sickle sickle yeah, sickle cell. Yeah. So it's like, it's a real thing. Scientifically, there is less oxygen in the air. So it's right. definitely harder to play out there. Plus those guys live there. Like they're used to, used to living there. Yeah. And, and Denver's. All the guys are visiting. And Denver's the training there that whole summer. Right. Do yeah. you know that training in the Olympic facility in Colorado is equivalent to blood doping? That's how that's how much like your you get like the oxygen has an effect on you. Wow, it's equivalent. And blood doping is when you remove your blood, you spin it, you, you clean get it, it oxygenized, yeah. and you put it back. It's equivalent. That's awesome. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Yo, Derek Carr had a monster game. Dude, yes. it was like twenty-two or twenty-three at one point. Yeah. It's twenty-nine of thirty-two. Tw- twenty-nine of thirty-two uh, with two hundred eighty-eight yards. Like we're back in a. Uh, Back in action. Yeah, Mark Cooper had 116 yards, 10 catches. Jared Cook, also too. serviceable game for a tight end, I guess. He had 50 yards, four catches. They just couldn't put it away. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's where you miss Khalil Mack, man. When you Seth need... Roberts got one of his like three touchdowns this year. <laughs> that's, how he, that's how he does. You already know. When, when the Broncos were coming back and storming back, that's when you miss a guy like Khalil Mack who can get into the backfield and disrupt that comeback trail. A la Von Miller. Von Miller was getting back there, too. Exactly. A la Von Miller when the Raiders were trying to run up the score a little bit. So, I mean, you laid your you made your bed, Johnny Gruden. Now you must lay in it. Now you, yeah. Uh, next game we have uh, Patriots-Jaguars. Bad call by me. Jaguars beat them 31-20. to Yikes! Yo, can we get some love for Blake Bortles, guys? Blake Bortles, just just saying, dude. I would never in my life expected this stat line ever. My bold prediction for MVP two years ago. All right, (laughs) go back even further, huh? I said go back even further. Then (laughs) no, I mean, yeah, yeah. I got I got a lot of heat for that. For wait, here he is. I'm saying you waited two years though. Like it's that was a pretty dumb call. I mean, yeah, it's super dumb, but it was a hot take on purpose. Like we're, mm. it was called bold predictions for a reason, because sure. we're supposed to say something that's this is a different word. Highly I'm not sure you waited two years to make that comment for this one game. Anyway, yo, that those corners are so good, and when the Patriots like they completely took Gronkowski out of the game because they could single cover everyone. Bro, Gronk had two catches for 15 yards. 
Yo, everything Ramsey said, he did. Bro, Ramsey was on him like three quarters of that game, it felt like. And he locked him up. You don't usually feel this way with Patriots games, but didn't it feel like Jacksonville had that game on lock from like the Bro, they yeah. did whatever they wanted. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. That was the vibe I was getting. It was exciting. Too. But then they signed Josh Gordon, and that made me upset. But anyway, <laughs> no, but it, it, uh, it did because I remember you always come, you came in here last week and you were saying, like, oh, this is going to be a game where it's going to be like, you know, are the Patriots going to be the old Patriots where they just come in and they just beat the shit out of this team? Because, I mean, I've been saying it the whole time, talking shit about this offense. And then fucking Blake Bortles jams it down my throat with 377 yards and four touchdowns. And he was running the ball, I think, Yo, too. Yo, he picked up some big third downs. Six carries, 35 yards. He had a few scampers. Basically put his middle finger right in my face and says, suck on this. Bro, so did Keelan Cole. Yo, first of all, Keelan Cole had one of the best catches probably ever. That was the most absurd thing I've ever seen. Crazy. Catches it one-handed. Doesn't Upstairs. Even, it's like, Upstairs. I'm not even going to bring this in. And like... Gets his like arm hit and still holds on to this ball and brings it in. It's on our Instagram. Go check it out. At veterans underscore minimum. Mm. One of the best catches I've ever seen in my life. Keelan Cole is nice. He's the nice. only person that I knew that in my life that I know that knew this was coming with Keelan Cole. Your brother, my brother Jason. Yeah. Who, when we're in the San Diego Studios draft, had to write in Keelan Keelan Cole on a sticker to pick him in the eighth round, and everyone said, "What the fuck is wrong with you? What are you doing?" Didi had a good game too. Yeah, he yeah. had that one. Big yeah, play. he had eighty-three yeah, yards. Yeah. But that was a changing of the guard, maybe. I think Josh Gordon changes things now. But let's act like they didn't never they never signed Josh Gordon. This I mean, was, this would be the part where I suspect their O line is still suspect. Yeah, Josh Gordon okay, uh, changes a lot of things. Patriots. You think? You think? I a don't bad know if Josh Gordon changes a lot of things yet. We gotta wait and see. Yeah, yeah we gotta wait and see. Wait. Uh, if he doesn't get cut within the next three weeks, then maybe. But the I only think way that's he knows he's in game shape. He missed a ton of camp. That's probably why he only played twenty percent of the first game for the Browns. They'll get him in shape. <laughs> They'll they get him in shape. They will. We'll yeah, see. you're right. They'll find a way. We will see. Uh, and the last game uh, we have because the Bears and Seahawks game is currently well, it's not underway, but it's going to be underway soon. Um, but uh, last game is Dallas beats the Cowboys twenty to thirteen. Dallas, Dallas beats, beats the Cowboys. Dallas beats the Cowboys. Dallas beats. I can't even he say. Can't it. Even That's say why it. I can't, can't say. It. It. He can't say. Dallas it. beats the Giants twenty to thirteen. Another uh, game that felt like Dallas was controlling that shit from from minute one to minute fifty nine. I honestly, I mean, Nick said it in the in the chat. I think there's just like no excuse for like. We have an an amazing offense. We have amazing weapons. There's just no excuse for 13 points, 10 points. There's just no excuse for that. I will say that the Cowboys' defense is underrated. But at the same time, what's good? What's good, Giants? Dude, I don't know. Saquon Barkley had 14 catches. What was, the fuck? I was very much sweating my 23.5-point lead in fantasy going against Saquon. Something I've never seen. Is a running back at 14 catches Bro, like that? McCaffrey, too. McCaffrey I'm, t- had I'm like talking about uh, this fucking team. Something. Oh. Well, Eli must have PTSD because that dude don't look downfield for shit. Yeah. Well, you got like, Demarcus Lawrence. You could hear him. He, I don't if I, Yo, first of all, before the game, they showed Eric Flowers standing there. And then they cut the camera to Demarcus Lawrence with his braids in front of his face. And I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, we're going to lose by a hundred. Yo, <laughs> my fiance, my fiance drafted a fantasy team, and her criteria was draft the people with the best smiles. Yeah, she's zero two, right? Makes sense. Make, yeah, she scored. She scored seventy points in an eight man league <laughs> last week. 
That's how bad her team is. Damn, dog, you're not helping? I can't. I'm not allowed to help. Not allowed to help at all. It's all like the girlfriends of like my friends and my brothers. Who's like her core? Who's on her team? She got Jimmy Garoppolo. Chris, I think Corey Davis is like her number one receiver. There you go. She has Larry Fitzgerald, who got hurt. Like just the greatest smiles. Like her very good looking squad. Nice. Right, but. When that Demarcus Lawrence came on, I was watching on my computer because I was in the kitchen doing shit, and I brought it to her. I'm like, you see this? This is the type of guy you want on your fantasy team if you want to win. <laughs> Yo, that yeah. was intimidating. If I yeah. saw that girl, I would be like, oh, shit. I'm fucked. Meanwhile, Eric Flowers over there with like, his hands behind his back. Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll block today. Maybe not. That, well, that's how he blocks with his hands behind his back. <laughs> yeah, it's insane, exactly it. dude. Uh, here's the thing. For all of you out there, some people, well, Danny's not in this room. Suck my balls <laughs> for telling me, yo, Barkley, Barkley, yeah, man, fantasy. We're going to have a dope fantasy team. Suck my balls. You take the quarterback once again, all right, number one. Number two, Eli Manning is shot. Uh, I'm sorry. You got to move on. You got to move on. He, yo, he has happy feet even before you're supposed to have happy feet, right? There's too many weapons for the team to be doing what you said, yo. You can't score... It wasn't it wasn't twenty to thirteen, right? They scored that touchdown at the end. It's, that's garbage time. Dallas just wants to get out of there. Yo, once again, they can't get over thirty points when you have Evan Ingram, Sterling Shepard, Odell Beckham. You got Barkley. Eli Manning is just as much as a problem as that offensive line is. Who they just lost Jalapio, who is their starting center. Now they got John Greco who's going to be the center, so that gets even worse. Eric Flowers is still an issue. The offensive line. Is bad, but Eli Manning is just as bad. He's a he's a bottom five quarterback right now in the NFL, and I don't think I don't think you can say that because the entire offense only makes plays when Odell catches a slant, and it's been like that for three and a half years now. And Eli Manning is one of the biggest issues with that team. This stat line, when you're just looking at it, you could just tell like this doesn't make sense. This isn't like this isn't Eli Manning to me. He completed 33 passes and didn't have 300 yards. Like that's. If Eli Manning in my day completes thirty three passes, this dude might have four hundred yards. The good yeah. old days in my day. But now we're just dinking <laughs> and dumping to Saquon Barkley and shit. And yo, with our receivers like Evan Ingram, Sterling Shepard, Odell Beckham, these dudes like, dude, give them time to run a play. But like you said, he drops back. If someone even gets a step into the backfield, it's like oh fuck 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 fuck, and it's just yep. either dump it or like. Dude, let a play develop. There was a nice one where Odell ran a slug into the end zone, naked, broke the dude, and then just, yeah. he already dumped well, it off. Also, defense, Janoris Jenkins. What is that? $14 million cap hit, and Tavon Austin, Lil Tay Tay running wild down there. It's just too much. Too much bullshit with this team, you Said he slipped. I'm done. Another season Another season down the toilet once again but by week three. Giants have started 0-2, I think, six of the last seven years. Yeah, it's been a wild ride. The the one year they didn't, they made the playoffs two years ago. But they also spent two hundred million dollars in guaranteed million in the free agency. And Nick said they haven't scored thirty points. They haven't scored thirty points since Tom Coughlin left. So you think it might have to do something with coaching too? Without a doubt, because you're looking at the Jaguars and how they turned around when Tom Coughlin took the reins. Right. Yeah, but he's he's not he's not coaching though. He's behind the scenes though. He probably got his fingers on. Sure, but you bring in but you bring in Ben McAdoo and and uh, uh, Shermer, who are offensive geniuses. Come on, man. The offensive line is bad, and, and that's what happens. Sure, the, the wide receiver and the running back is dope, and I understand that, but I'm already looking forward to the draft. The season's over. Another another thing that Jason said, not to give Jason all the credit here, I, I, I would never give him this credit in person, but, you know, got to give credit where credit's due. 
he said, look, everyone was so high in, on the fantasy options for the Giants. Barkley, OBJ, Ingram, Sterling Shepard. Like, but no one was high on Eli Manning to be one of the top fantasy quarterbacks. Correct. So he was like, how does that compute? Yeah. Because it doesn't make sense. It, yeah. it didn't make sense. So, like, that's he, – he, when you look at this team, you they should have – top fantasy options all over the place, top options in general, and they don't. And what's the reason? It's got to be Eli. It, it's the thing I always say when you're building a lineup for DFS, right? If you like, if Joey likes Boyd, Ross, and AJ Green this week, you have to like Andy Dalton, no? Yeah. If you like Sanders, Demarius Thomas, and Cortland Sutton, Sutton, you got to like Case Keenum. You like Barkley. You like Ingram. You like Shepard as like your number three receiver. You like Odell in the first round, but you don't like Eli. Eli Manning is the problem, too. PTSD, look, that was a good way to put it. It looks like he's just scared to get hit. Just like doesn't look Dude, it's frustrating. And yo, NFL, what the fuck with these primetime games? The team is awful. Stop putting them on primetime. And then I got to... It's, it's a standalone game. team, though. Like, no, the Giants. The Giants have the second most primetime games this year. Every year. Every yeah. year. Like, yo, the team uh, is bad. Stop putting them on primetime. Put them in the 1 o'clock window so they could get so they could look bad and no one will pay attention <laughs> to that shit. And also, one last thing, and I know I'm ranting, but it's my team. Go for it. How do you... How do you Play better against the Jaguars defense. Like last week, I left like, oh, Yo, you know what? The offensive line is not that bad. Like they held up against the Jaguars. And if you can hold up against the Jaguars, you should be all right. They should have won that game against Jacksonville. I was like, yo, what the? Yo, it's so frustrating. I'm done. I'm yeah. done. I'm done with Eli Manning. I love him. It, uh, Eli is in the discussion for my first kid, whether it's a boy or a girl, whatever. I might just call it Eli, Tim. Ilya? Yeah. Ilya. Oh, there we go. But like, yo, it's just, <laughs> it's just, I, I'm done. I'm done. I, I can't do it. He got. He got. He got to go. Hang him up. It's been a hell of a run. Thank you for two Super Bowls, but you know, good luck on your future endeavors, like Vince McMahon says. <laughs> You're fired. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to get out of here to watch the Monday night game. So, mm. uh, Tim, where can they find you? At Tim Petrop on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real, real frisky. The the waiver wave is back, people, on Instagram for the quick hit, and then if you want the more. Uh, extended version with a little bit of a different look breakdown. this week we are going back on youtube by popular demand because all the people were like yo where's the, where's the waiver wave and also if you want some really in-depth uh fantasy stuff for every player that's fantasy viable this uh season wednesday nights two episodes of broto come out one doing the first slate of games one doing the second slate of games we look at every player so uh come join us for that and you can get little gems like uh, you should have drafted keenan cole uh, Nick? You can find me at The Lamb Show, Twitter, Instagram, twitch.tv slash The Lamb Show. At The Generation Bet comes at you twice a week, uh, Game Lines, and The Daily Fantasy Show. At Individual27 on Twitter and the Gram. Uh, and you guys can follow me on Twitter at Joe Santagato. And go follow us on Twitter at Veterans Minimum and our Instagram page at Veterans underscore Minimum. And Patreon. And the Patreon as well, yes. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum. Uh, you get it. Two extra episodes a week starting in September. So now yeah, uh, you will start now. getting two extra episodes every single month. Um, and some other cool stuff is there as well. So go check that out. Patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum. And that is all. We'll see you next time. Totally good.